Welcome to Connected at the Roots, a Big Fours podcast that talks about Midwestern values, character, and camaraderie through the lens of business. I'm Jordan Harms from Big Forest, and over here is producer Chris Lair. Say hi, Chris. Well, hello. This is part two of Hubertus Beer with Cody Hubertus and JT. Go back and listen to part one so you're not lost. Yes, sir. The laughter and the learning continues right now. Chris, you're driving at something that you actually say a lot. Is that hard times make hard people? Yes. Yeah. What I find so interesting, and then and like I was joking, I was joking again earlier when I said the the coasts are not fine because they are fine. Okay. <laughs> Just like the Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Highway <laughs> See, the thing is, like, if you're from here, you know when a joke is being made about you, and you don't get offended. <laughs> but I won't go that way. <laughs> what I'm true, driving though. at is that around here, it is what you make it. Like you said, you work hard to perfect your craft and get good at it and and not just so that you can like make a buck like okay yeah you got to have a roof over your head but you want to serve your community you want to help people that's the difference between here and somewhere that is a a location that is known for a certain trade like silicon valley or hollywood sure. like i want oh, to yeah. make it in the media industry i'll speak to the media industry because that's the only one i can truly speak to is like i want to make it big in movies or big in television you kind of like use the Midwest and the very giving nature of the people here to build yourself up. And then you you hightail it out and you go to where everyone thinks exactly like you and there's no diversity. Oh, yeah. And then you can try, try and I'm doing air quotes again, make it big in like California or Hollywood. Right. So the difference between there and here. Yes. The difference between there and here. And again, not dissing anyone in particular um, is that here you keep building yourself up. You keep building those around you. And when you stumble, you don't give up. And that kind of leads me to a term that we love to use all the time. That's called Midwestern grit. And I'm curious to hear from both of you, like what comes to mind when you hear Midwestern grit? Is that a made up term for you? Or is that something that you can attest to? Oh man, honestly, that's pretty great. You said that because I never really thought of it, how you explained it. There's a lot of tough stuff that happened throughout what you're doing and what you're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to put yourself through stuff that you don't want to get put through, but there's also stuff that's going to come towards your way that you have to deal with. And whether whoever is throwing it your way, whether it be karma, God, whoever, whatever you believe in, sure, um, or just, just the situation, yeah. um, I mean, it makes you stronger to push through that. I don't think that comes with everything. Not mm-hmm. everyone gets put through that. You get put through situations that you you want to progress forward. And not only do you want to progress forward, you want to come out ahead of the situation because you can tackle that same situation next time and not even break a sweat. Yeah. yeah. That that is yeah. Mid, that is Midwestern <clears throat> grit, if you want to call it. And there's there's yeah. a lot of tough stuff you go through. Absolutely. And I mean, look at you two. You two. You were working on a car. And your neighbor looks over, sees you working on it, and offers his help. I may be speaking out of my butt here, but <laughs> as I you feel often like, do, that's what I, that sounds like. That noise right there is my favorite noise. Do it again, Cody. <laughs> oh my gosh. What does that sound like? It's like a character walking no, with no, the no. squishy shoes. It is off of it. It is off of it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not talking in the microphone. I'm Come sorry. on, JT. I'm going to talk way over here. <laughs> Amateur. Uh, no, I figured it out. It's off of a video game. Oh, well, what is I the, video? the video? Oh, come on. Oh, man, JT. I'm a gamer, too. Come on. Anyway, 
Anyway, point is, you you saw him working, and you offered your help. I feel that that is a very Midwestern thing. You know, we care about our neighbors. Our neighbors care about us. Generally, I'm not. It's not a. If you want to feel better about yourself, or if you're going through tough times, which I think Cody may have stumbled upon this a couple times throughout his low points that he shared with us. Yes. There is nothing more satisfying personally than helping somebody else out. Uh, there's been times in my life where I, you know, and that's just my upbringing. I was, I'm, I'm a giver. I'm a, I'm a server. I serve other people. I, I help it. out because I have the ability to help out. There's been times where the simple tasks, like I'm walking through Walmart. Granted, I'm six foot seven, so nine times out of ten, they're like, "Excuse me, can you get that thing way off the top hey man, shelf that's your, there?" That's your line like, life, right there. Yeah, I'm the like, top shelf. Sure, this no, is the way. Sure, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, sure, no problem. The simple satisfaction of handing that whatever to that person, and there, it just makes their day. And all of a sudden, and it didn't you, cost you almost anything. No, it just a little bit Two of arm seconds. effort. I mean, my arm was tired after reaching way up there. But <laughs> you're you're massaging it. Like, oh, <laughs> no, like, oh man, this is like, like first time. Like, oh God, why are you so short? But it, oh. Just, just that. Not like this. Just the gratification of helping somebody else out. It, it, there's nothing more rewarding. It's its own reward. Which is why I love working with Cody and doing this job because, a, I take piece A into slot B, put it onto that thing, and all of a sudden we've got this product and people are happy about it. Uh, I can't tell you how many times where I'm like, I've looked at things, I'm like, this is this is cool, whatever, but the client is just beside themselves yeah. excited with what awesome. you've just produced. And I'm like, awesome. really? Really? Yep. This is just a couple this pieces of metal. Chris, I know you and hoses. I can absolutely relate to like, that. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just hosing and, and stuff, and I'm just moving your beer through a plastic tube, but apparently that gets you going. So, right. whatever. <clears throat> cool. I love it. And that that's what I like. I like that's great. building stuff with my hands, making a product. Right. That, no one's that ever, people... like, upset. No. Yeah. You know, they're Ultimately, not... you're helping that's like someone. With cars, right. like, you tell someone, I need to fix your brakes, and they're like, shit. Like I, I have to, I have to like make sure I have, I have to make sure I have enough money to, uh, to feed my family. That's yeah. true. And you're like, man, I'm so sorry. I want to do it for you less, but I can't because Dobbs is telling me that I have to mm -hmm. charge you this. It That's yeah. literally the reason I got fired from Dobbs is because I didn't mm. sell enough. You were too good of a Robin Hood. I, uh, they want you to screw it. the other person. Yeah, and I hate I that. Get it? Like that they're trying to make a profit, whatever. But at the same time, I mean, you and know, they don't even give you the proper loot. No, like, they don't. And But at the same time, with, with this, it's like <laughs> I don't life. promote alcoholism but i do promote a good time and i want you to be responsible doing <laughs> that i, I need that. that on the wall like, <laughs> i know can i get <laughs> that in writing <laughs> i mean seriously like one of my favorite things in this world i really <laughs> i find a lot of like joy in really small things like joy. little, little joy they're like really that's i just i live for that i live for the details and one of my favorite things is just driving anywhere in my neighborhood and then waving to my neighbors and when they wave back i get this like yes. surge of endorphins like, absolutely well holy like, yeah. cow that's, that's a lost art in 
To, yeah. I love anyway, it. Any, anywhere, not just the Midwest. It's true. It so is a lost The town I grew up in, Wisconsin, literally 6,000 people. Awesome. It was a little farm town. What's the name Everybody, of the town? Plymouth, Wisconsin. Ah, it's, uh, okay. For those that don't know, it's an hour north of Milwaukee and okay. due west of Sheboygan. Okay. Sheboygan! Oh, Sheboygan! We all know um, Sheboygan. So, <laughs> I remember growing up, I mean, you walked around and I mean, I would ride my bike across town. I mean, not just like down the street, across town, and it was okay. Yeah. And you'd wave to everybody, and everybody kind of knew who you were. Nowadays, I, I go for a walk out to the gas station, and I say hi to somebody, and they're like, face down, don't look at him. What does this oh, guy want from me? He's going to rape me. He must be it's, homeless. It's horrible. <laughs> like, this man's yeah, going to kill me. It's horrible. Like, we've gotten, Even in the Midwest. We've gotten so far it's away. True. Yep. We've gotten so far away from being a community that everybody's in their phones or yes. in their homes like or get, get outside and say hi to your neighbor so i wrapped a, up in fear yeah i had a i had a neighbor uh move in not even it was before uh, yeah before covid and all of a sudden <laughs> like i grew up you go outside you welcome your neighbors because yes. that's what you do we i mean we went down to brian's yard and then we talked to them no this was a that's another neighbor you're yeah. right i'm talking well, right across the street oh. i went over there and the guy was beside himself that i would come up and like was he happy myself. yeah he was just like well i'm a huge guy so number one like what's this big guy doing in my yard what's happening um but i was like hey Howdy, I'm JT. I, Howdy. i'm right across the street these are the things that i do like if you need help with anything yeah. let me know yeah like i do electrical work on the side i did an electrical apprentice jack uh, of all trades apprenticeship my yeah. gosh, JT, sure. what a neighbor ago. to have. So it's just Walks like, up, introduces himself, and lets you know what he's proficient in. Right. Well, like, <laughs> I'll repave your driveway. I'll restart your house. That's awesome. No. But it's just I'm it's letting them wish. know that, yes. hey, I'm here for you. You know, I hope you would do the same for mm-hmm. me. We yes. wave to each other. We talk yes. to each other. You know, but it's community. It's so driving. great. I think everyone craves community agreed in the way that that we're talking about it but often they don't know what that looks like either they were like from their upbringing or where they live or where they moved to or they were told by some person on some media outlet that like they had to go to location a to achieve that to make a buck or whatever but you know it is an illusion and what they're really looking for is acceptance and what they're really looking for is community. And sometimes they all they know is like the only way I can achieve this community that I'm after, that I crave deep down is to, again, using media as an example, is to make a movie that everyone loves and then finally everyone will love me. I got to go to Sundance. Yeah, exactly. I got to I got to get my film in that festival. Gotta I got to I got to win first place. Right. You know, I have to go. I have to go be the guy, you know, or the gal. Yeah, and it's like right. I would throw down. OK, the, not necessarily. I'm going to throw down the gauntlet for all the listeners. Put down your phones. Turn off your your TV for two days. Yeah, just put yourself out there. Two days. Yeah. Put down your phone. Put down your TV. Go out and talk to your neighbors. I love it. Okay, so you're not going to always have success. It's a sales gig. <laughs> so I did sales as well. <laughs> oh my anyway, gosh, um, GT. Yeah. The more people you talk everything to, sales, right? Yeah, the more <laughs> people you talk to, the more yeah. chances there are of, of striking it. So, mm-hmm. like, I could have just not helped Cody with his engine or, and be like screw that i'm not gonna help him lift that heavy crap but that I was guy's just like, bald i don't want right. to talk to him <laughs> at the time i was balding okay. so, <laughs> that's even worse you know, that's Go where out, i'm at thank you for this hat somebody, by the way introduce yeah. yourself show them that you're not a piece of garbage and that yes. you're willing to talk to him 
and that you're right. just not huddled in your home. That's that's you know what you can say and sad at the same time the, that you pretty much are garbage until proven uh, good guy. <laughs> well, I mean, sort of. But I mean, what you can say to make that a positive turn is you could potentially next door you could find the best best of friend or family friend or they might not be but they could be right it could change your life yeah you know what they don't know that that is so great because sam and i my wife we have lived in our our house for in december it'll be three years and it took us forever to really start to really branch out and reach out to our neighbors. And now we're really starting to make a connection with them. They invite us. They've always invited us to their like driveway bonfires. And yeah, we just had one the other day. Yeah, on, Jordan on and Julie, <laughs> they came to one too. Awesome. And it was so wonderful. It's just such like an open invitation thing. It's so heartwarming. When I'm grilling out back, I, I do believe it. my first words walking up and meeting them was howdy neighbor. Right. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> all Did you peek over the fence? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like Wilson or <laughs> yes. whatever. Yeah. But and like whenever, like I love it when I go out back to go grill something at my grill. I, I secretly hope, I'm like, I really hope Ryan's out back. I hope he's out there because I want to know what he's grilling. And then, like, he'll look over. Our, our, it's like, <laughs> dude, I hope I'm grilling it I better. I totally yeah, understand right. well, that. Of course. You know what yeah. I do? I go take his garage door opener and open it and just go in his house. Yeah. yeah he sure does. And dude, boy, oh boy, have I, we had some close calls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill you. Because he the almost the meth caught kid me or... baking a cake. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure, baking something. Baking. <laughs> Something was getting put this is in gonna be Actually, uh, JT's Alamo. <laughs> Dude, uh, Butch Cassidy over here. Uh, sa- same situation, man. Oh my is, gosh. What is the moral of A Christmas Carol by, by Charles Dickens? What's the moral? Are you actually asking us? Or? Yeah, like, like, yeah. It's just kind of uh, like I'm positing. The, uh, be generous. Be giving. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Be generous. Be giving. Like, reach out to your neighbor. Be. Be friendly. Be mm-hmm. don't talk to crickets. Don't. Like, no, there's not a cricket in that. Yes, there is. What are you in talking about? The Disney one with oh, you're right. With Scrooge McDuck. Oh my gosh. Gosh, Jiminy oh, Cricket yeah, is yeah. the ghost of Christmas past. Oh, you're right. Jeez. I'm thinking the Muppet one. Oh, that's a good one too. Mm. I think I first classic. thought Muppets, and then I like as soon as you mentioned a cricket, I was like, oh don't yeah, stick Scrooge. your hand up a fake frog's rear. Oh, right, well, that's you, a bad time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, frog. That's just <laughs> life what, advice in general. It is good life <laughs> advice, but that's been around. Don't stick your hand in frogs, guys. Ooh, yeah. I watched. Oh, I'm sorry. I have just took a meaningful conversation and just turned it up. <laughs> That'll get down. you that's arrested. This whole, this whole conversation. You were trying to be nice. Go, go. I'm done. I'm leaving. No, oh, don't be I'm like upset. that. JT, Dang, no, no, it. Chris, please up. give. I know give. how to ruin a good party. Oh, give. So, Christmas Carol. I mean, Charles Dickens wrote that like a hundred years ago. I don't know when he wrote it. Turn of, yeah, probably like in the 1800s at some point, late 1800s. He's had that story's been around for so long, but here we are still struggling with that same concept of don't be the old recluse codger who just like who's like a a, a pearl clutcher who just like mm, I'm just gonna keep to myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna turn my lights on. Right. You know, like he, darkness is cheap, and Scrooge liked it. That's like one of the yeah. lines. Yeah. Like right. it's if you live your life like that, like yes, be practical and yes, be be uh, realistic with things. But um, the the main thesis is be a good neighbor in that and that's what our company drives for that's what this show the the first word in the show is connected and so it's just like that's just what we're all about and we've had this in front of us for a long time it's it's just kind of a hard lesson to learn it is rough and a lot of people don't really follow said situation because they're too caught up in media mainstream it It is it's all about me it is this this unfortunate 
country is very, I mean, at least this We're country, We're a fortunate I know. country. We just have a lot of unfortunate things happen. Yeah. With and our fortune <laughs> comes a certain introspection. They're very, they're right. very pushed yes. forward about um, worrying about yourself. Which is the absolute and it's, wrong it's, way to It is. It. It's rough, yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Look, man, the, the more you end up not only caring for your family and the people around you, it, it acts as a big bubble. So, okay, imagine me as caring for uh for you right now okay i'm caring for you but the next thing is is now the next thing is you care about him and then he cares about you yeah and then jt cares about his wife and then his wife cares about heather and then we go all for it's a big bubble we all take care of each other right it's like going to aldi no one ever really (laughs) pause pause (laughs) Elaborate. Go. Back to Germany. <laughs> I mean, it's like yes. going to Aldi. Uh, like Aldi. No, okay, we, are, we are now in Aldi. We are now in the Aldi. Have you guys ever had explain. someone just like like push you that cart and they're just like, here, like don't spend your quarter, just take this uh, one. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. context, context. Yeah. Let me give context for outside listeners because I've talked to people about Aldi from out of state and they're like, what the heck is Aldi? Aldi is one of those first small off, grocery stores. Great. Well, They're off, great. I'm sorry. First off, thank you for calling it Aldi and not Aldi's. Look, yes, we're not okay. degenerate. Those A-L-D-I. Are there may right. be multiple of them. <laughs> yes, but the company is Aldi. You're talking about more than one Aldi. All right, you walk up to Aldi and there are grocery carts outside of the store instead of inside. They're all chained together and you need to insert a quarter into the cart to unlock the chain to be able to get your cart, Okay. That's the premise. That they saved, save money on yeah, carts. They save money by not having to hire a guy to collect all the carts. Yeah, and nobody and steals the them. Back. Everybody puts them back for themselves. Right. There's this moment of exchange that happens between people in states that have Aldi and in <laughs> counties that have Aldi is is often, and I think this is what you were describing, Chris, is you are walking to your cart with quarter in hand, and instead of getting all the way to the line of carts that are all chained together, someone already has a cart They've just finished unloading they just all finished, their groceries yes. in their car. They're walking back to and return they see, the cart. They glance and they're like, there's a person. Yeah, and what they do is they hand you their cart. Sometimes, I mean, always, I try well, to now, give them my quarter. I'm like, okay, here's my quarter. Yeah, you normally but do often, offer the quarter. Often, I find this as well, often right. they don't ask for the quarter. They just hand you a cart. And really, they're giving you a cart plus a quarter. Yeah. Because when yeah, you're done 100%. shopping after your grocery and, trip, and you, you will guilty. plug it in and you will have that quarter. And Often how I feel is like I have this quarter and I instantly look into the parking lot. Who, who needs one? Who needs a quarter? Yes. Because we've all had that moment. Those of us who have all. It is so wild. You pull that up you and you're like, oh, I, don't like have a, I don't have a quarter. Crap. I don't have a quarter. But someone in the parking lot will have a quarter Here's or they'll just neighbor, say ready to go. Yes. Your neighbor, which is a word we use a lot. Like we have a whole business uh, mantra, a whole business movement in big forest called meet the neighbors. And right. the, the idea is someone will give you their Aldi cart. That's really what it comes That's down to. Right. It's like, oh, you don't have a quarter? That's fine. Take mine. What's right. one quarter? You know? Well, and that builds up to what's one dollar? What's right. ten dollars? Right. What's a hundred dollars? And it's weird you know? because technically Aldi is f- somehow uh, forcing you in a certain fashion, not like too forced, to but be neighborly. to be neighborly. Yes. Without them expecting that. I like to think of it as they're lifting the veil and letting you realize that you've always wanted to be neighborly. Maybe. <laughs> it may be. Those clever Germans. Yes. It's also really good business sense. Good Such job, Aldi. Engineers. We applaud you. Also, their prices are amazing. Go to Aldi. Please. I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, I was on my morning walk. 
and I we have an Aldi right up the street, and I saw, I go lone, to. saw a lone cart out in the thing, and I was like, self-serving time. I pushed that cart and got that quarter for myself. There you go. Because there was nobody else around. And that's JT. There was no one else will, around. You will give that quarter to another Aldi shop. At some point. No, I straight up pocket. <laughs> JT. <laughs> Can you stay on brand? The figurative oh, quarter, but tomorrow, JT. Gosh, quarter. there you go. Okay. It might be a but different it is, state. And but. I like it, too. Like There have been times where I do try to offer that quarter and be like, no, take this, old man. Take this quarter. Why take this 25 cents. It's just Jeez. usually the situation. I don't know. It's usually I shop during the day. <laughs> yeah, good point. And, they, they, and he's always like, he always gives me that look and he goes, pass it on. And I'm like, does he say and it was like, I can hear like. No, it's, no, it's not, not creepy. That's like, like an old a, cowboy. I hear like tender violins. Oh, like Sam yeah. Elliott. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like pass a, it on. Pass it on, kid. And he gives me like a wank and he walks into the sunset with his duster waving. Sorry, behind. he gives oh. you a wink or a wank? <laughs> what wink? Part of, wait, wait. <laughs> what part of Missouri do you live <laughs> he in? He winks with, at with you while in the sunset. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Either way, he's a very s- generous old man. Indeed. Thank you, sir. But I always think like, like while I'm shopping, I have this like echo in my brain, but it could be because I'm like, you know crazy person but i i just hear it's like pass it on and as i hold that like card i think i'm gonna pass this <laughs> yeah i'm gonna you know, i'm gonna you know, do chris a good and time. i actually have another podcast outside of this one and i've been thinking we need to do a whole episode on the aldi effect i think it's a real thing it is yeah no you're serious I think it really is it what really do you mean? is brief briefs like the aldi effect that's what well it's like the forced generosity yeah that's what we're talking about without you actually realizing it it's probably oh my gosh that's a whole nother thing okay so no really it's like your brain expects this thing even if you're a complete doucher it's like a pavlov dog yeah Yeah, you're like oh i hate people you know, I'm just gonna go in here and and do my stuff. Get my and come milk. Back up. There goes Mr. Humphrey. Right. <laughs> you, know, you, you come outside and you see that that mom that has three kids and she's coming in oh, there man. and she's like, I have to my. I'm staying home because my husband has to work and I have to take care of the three kids. And, and times she's, are rough. And it's rough. And she's coming inside and all of a sudden you're like, Well, it. I'm not a dick. I guess I better give him this card. I yes. know, Richard. You know, I'm a good person. That is the next step. And you know what? Something I happened at Aldi today. I, yeah, and, <laughs> I, and, and <laughs> I made something, something happen. I was nice. Yeah. F me in the Someone A. gave me their cart and they yeah. didn't even take my quarter. <laughs> you know, I... This world might just make Gosh it. darn it. I'm sorry. I better read the King James Bible. There it is. <laughs> and then they found Jesus. Not new King James. The we old one. Like the V and thou's. Yes. Thou shalt give us I'm the sorry, quarter. But if one people, quarter dollar. If people are having religious experiences at all, these because of a and quarter. And I am. Listen, JT, it's and the Bible that starts the avalanche, okay? Well, it's not Aldi in and of it itself. It is. You know? This is, Look. We have lost our way, folks. No, okay, no. I'll help us find it. <clears throat> Cody. Oh, my God. Okay. Business advice. There it is. I, hate to, I hate to wrap it up. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Okay, here here it is. What's some advice you'd give to someone, not necessarily just in the Midwest, who wants to take that first step in starting their own brand, their own business for something that they are passionate about? Okay. It's actually really easy. It's the toughest thing you'll ever do in your life. You're going to cry. You're going to have depression. You're going to hate yourself internally, but oh, no. selling it really well so far. All right. But <laughs> this is like a. But at the same time, if you have a passion for what you're trying to do, you're going to meet a lot of great people. 
Also, remember that you should prepare yourself for said situation. Make sure you meet people that you learn a lot from, because eventually you're going to make decisions. And they're big girl and big boy decisions, Mm -hmm. not just, oh, I need to do this because um, I have some money in my pocket. No, I need to make this decision because my people who are working for me feed a family. They have Mm -hmm. children. They have a wife. Um they are going to have insurance. They may Needs. hurt themselves. Needs. Needs. Yeah. That's a big boy, big girl decision. Right. So eventually you'll get to that point. But make sure you get there first. Learn as much as you can from anyone. Don't feel that you have some sort of pride situation like Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. I was just about to oh say that. Gosh, man, that it's so weird. <laughs> it's about time we got another Don't reference. Don't forget your find, find pride. Find yourself a mentor. Find yourself. Yeah. No, yeah. Find yourself a mentor. Well, that too. To help you. Because, I, I mean, there's be, no reason to and, do it and, all And by trust yourself. yourself. Don't be the I mean, smartest one in the room. If you don't know yourself, you're never going to make good decisions in life. You're going to constantly hate yourself. Um, you're going to think that you make the bad decisions and then you're going to hate other people because you think that that's the decision you made. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> you made the decisions. You're the one who messed up. Own it up Own it. because you can continue to learn from the people around you. Amen. I, I eventually made decisions that were great. I made a lot of horrible decisions. Hopefully the people that are listening to this that want to start a business, you don't make as many bad decisions as I did. So well, just learn, 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 learn from, learn from them quick. Yeah. yeah. Don't make the same mistake. Twice. Yeah. Right. Well, but yeah. You'll eventually get there if you want to <laughs> keep do a it journal hard enough. Yeah. Mark a bad decision. Don't do again. Yeah. Don't do go. this. Derp, derp, well, derp. When, you the, know? <laughs> when the going gets rough, the, the tough get going, which is kind of what you're saying. Like, yes. just because things get difficult doesn't mean it's time. to. It's give not up. the end of it. This you hear is that, millennials. Just, this is. Just, yeah. <laughs> this is. This is just the end of it. Mm. Eventually, you will be forced to push yourself into positions where you need to be better. Think of it like a. I have this level 12 D&D character of any choice what? that you Here would like. Right, I'm tracking. Here we go. Okay. I don't follow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, oh poop. Uh, Thank let's, you. Let's go back to third edition. Crap. Uh, so you, you, you eventually decide that you're going to level up, but you're going to learn these things as you go. And I think that that is super key throughout whatever you're doing. Eventually you'll get to a point where you decide that I'm already a level ahead of where I need to be and you're going to make good decisions. So Cody people, a lot of people, especially, I mean, I feel like it's more transparent with millennials. I don't think it's like constrained to millennials deal with very serious, very real depression and anxiety and it sounds like to me what you're kind of getting at is those things are valid, but they're not enough to stop you because you have th- the choice. hundred percent. I think you should recognize how you feel. Yes. And I think that be honest. You, you should be, be honest with how you feel to the people that you care around you because not everyone's just going to be like, screw you. You know, your people are going to care for you and help you. It's rough beyond rough. When you have a bad day, it's a bad day. There's no no force that's going to help you uh, uh, be better in that moment. But guess what? You're sure going to wake up tomorrow and that tomorrow is going to be a better day. Uh, so, yes, millennials may have anxiety and depression and they have other things going on in life. Dude, it sucks. Life does suck, but it's what you make of it. So you yes. really have to force yourself to step up, stand up, and do the right things. 
And yeah. if you do more good stuff in life, the better you're going to feel. I mean, do the good things. Give that dude the 12 bucks that you have random and cash in your mm-hmm. wallet because you normally don't it. have it. Like, do that. Who cares? Give him right. your Aldi right. card. Don't and ask for his quarter. Give him your Aldi card. So speak, gonna... speaking to that, and, I don't deal with depression. I've never had that issue in my Bravo. life. And it's hard to see somebody dealing with that and not know mm-hmm. how to help fix it. So like I seen earlier, I just gave him some tickles this morning. I literally did. This oh, you are not exaggerating. This is not a finger <laughs> speech. I came in. His daughter was standing there. She's eating whatever breakfast or whatever. And I walked up to Cody. I was like, tickle, tickle, tickle. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm, just <laughs> I'm like, not sad right now. Well, right. But it's just like it's still surround an yourself with those people. And again, yes. get out there, talk to people, and you will find those people that will help you. I'm so so glad you, you that. through that. Yes. And it, it, again, I, I don't know a lot about depression. I don't know what it takes, but if I'm not the medication, let's try and m- mimic the medication. Sure. So I was like, I'm just going to give you tickles and that'll make you giggle <laughs> and that'll release now, endorphins. JT is not advocating for just tickling no, random no, no. people. That's <laughs> clearly a relationship the, that Cody and JT have. Go to all that's the what we're talking about. Like tickles. Yes. Go on, the I mean, start tickles. That's a good point. Saying. I'm in the same boat as you, JT. I don't, I don't personally struggle with it, but I know a lot of people who do. And right. I'm very, very close to them. So if I can yeah. make somebody feel better by tickles or helping them or doing something to yeah. pull them out of that yeah which is which is ultimately my goal with everything that i do don't think of yourself first think of the other person you yes. don't know what they're dealing with you don't know what what trials they've had you may be having the best life that you could have ever lived why not share that with somebody else to pull them out to give them the best life that they've ever yeah. Had. If I may kind of build on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of those kind of people that does struggle with like depression. I don't take any medication for it. And I'm not knocking those who do, but I don't. It's usually and one out of the two best friend groups. Yeah. Know? Usually someone like look at this like <laughs> dichotomy. It's like yeah. the balance, the balance, the force, man. Light and dark. Jeez, new conversation. There we go. So. <laughs> So, like, with me, uh, now I'm not, like, trying to make some political statement here, but Jordan Peterson makes an excellent point about uh, making your bed, you know? Like, start there. If you feel like you're sinking, find small successes, do them, and move forward. So, for me, not only does it it help me kind of get out of my slump, because I could wake up and just feel like uh, a thousand-pound brick. And mm-hmm. then I just feel like I'm stuck. You mean yesterday morning? I mean like this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but like I like I wake up and I just feel like garbage. And the first thing I do almost every morning, like most mornings, is make my bed. And it helps. And then I go and I make coffee. And then I go and I like, do the dishes or something. And then Jordan shows up. And I like. And it's downhill. And he's Jordan, not, he's Jordan shows wrong. up. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yeah. And it gets rough after Jordan shows up. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but it is true, though, that I try to strategically put myself in, in a place where I don't sink, where I am, I can lift up to the surface. Like either through my small actions or through through the benefit of a community like like Jordan coming over and working just having that person there that is an excellent first step not just speaking as an expert just speaking as I'm speaking from Someone the crowd in the trench. Yeah, yeah I'm in the trench fighting mm-hmm. too so I, I get it so I'm, the community aspect cannot be understated wonderful I love it I mean, Cody, and, and oh, sorry go ahead no it's okay and you're 100% right that stuff piles up and it does People don't understand that depression and anxiety almost go hand in hand. They do. With two mm-hmm. different things. So, you know, um, 
I mean, what I can tell people too is that like if if you struggle with this stuff, don't <clears throat> don't give up. Uh don't just think that, you know, ending your life is the uh is the answer. Because I thought it was at one point, but I realized that that's not the answer. Um, you have plenty of people around you, whether you see them or not, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you can make your life different. Well and said. by doing those things that you're talking about right now is making your bed is that you feel like you've accomplished something during the day. And it just may be your bed, but look at your room. Now it looks nicer. It does. And it kind you of know? leads to a chain reaction of, of positive impressions mm-hmm. upon your day. It does. Yeah. And, each, Absolutely. and each person has their own like <clears throat> mode of like way to work through it. You know, Absolutely. like, like eventually you'll find stuff that feel comfortable to you. Like if I wake up, I'm having a bad day immediately. I text my girlfriend like right away, you know? So I know that she's okay. I'm okay. Cause yeah. we both kind of deal with the same situation. So, um, eventually you get to the point where you're like, okay, well, my day's going good. It's been, <laughs> and then eventually, I mean, <laughs> it's being, good. And then I, it's, I mean, shit. it's been shit, but, but, but at the end it's like, I'm here. I've made it. It's cool. Let's mm-hmm. let's roll with the punches because you've done it over and over and over and, and having over. people with you. Yeah, yeah you, you man. Ever know, you know yeah. those days whenever yeah. you feel like you got nothing done. Uh, that's oh, hundred percent. Every day that ends in Y. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. Except for tomorrow. Shoot. <laughs> so I feel like like I, I I express this to my wife a lot. I'll be like, I feel like I got nothing done today. Jordan, and I talk with. I feel like I got nothing done today. But the truth is that you got to the end of the day and you didn't give up, and that is an that's accomplishment. That's the truth. If you can, and then like like seeing people like seeing Jordan or seeing Samantha and like having that community or, or whatever social engagement may take place. All of these things compound and give you more and more reason to live and more and more elite, a reason to strive for success. Just keep moving. It's that yeah, simple. Like you, Disney. I mean, true, but <laughs> like I'll wake up and it's the craziest thing. It's like, there's like a cinder block on my chest. And I just think, I think about everything that big forest is not yet. Not what Big Forest will never be or is not what it isn't yet. And that's what like glues me to the, or it's not just Big Forest. I mean, it could be all kinds of things to get real wrong. No, you're not wrong. But it's like I get stuck on on those negativity when truly there is, it's like a a attitude of gratitude situation. And it's makes all the difference. I keep reminding, just what you're saying to build off of that, I keep reminding myself that man. And I've told JT this before we've gone through slumps and situations where I'm like, there'll be something else. I just tell myself there will be something else. Eventually it'll happen. And all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, hamburger time. What uh, he meant to say was beep, boop. Beep, boop, hamburgers. That's a thing from death. Hamburger time. Uh, from Metalocalypse. But oh. <laughs> so all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom. Deep cuts. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're doing something for Buffalo Wild Wings or we're doing something yeah. for Wasabi or all of a sudden we're doing something for yeah. this other private contractor. It's yeah. like it doesn't always just like. Mm-hmm. happen all at once and right. now so true so similar to and it, it, you know yeah. you, you worry so much you know every night that's right you do and, and this is coming from who doesn't struggle with depression in the same regard i still i am a you know i'm not necessarily a worrying type but i'm a i'm a like big picture type you know and if i look at the big yeah. picture i'm like yeah like you were saying chris is like ah we're just not there yet 
Like mm-hmm. it stresses me out, <laughs> you know. It does suck. Twists yeah, the, the other stomach. thing you gotta that I've found in my life personally, when I'm faced with big obstacles or big moves, like okay, say I've got an oak tree sitting in my front yard. I don't want to pay somebody three hundred million dollars to chop <laughs> this thing down. Yeah, how big is this? Oak? Okay, so you're not gonna take that oak tree down the in biggest. one day. Okay, right. You go out. You take a few hacks at it, small hacks, and eventually, slowly over time, that thing's going to fall down. Yeah. Okay, don't come at this thing with a big, big, giant hacksaw or... Wait, you don't use hacksaws for trees. Two-man like saw. We'll go two-man saw. Uh, chainsaw. Chainsaw works, too. Take little, chips, take little chips out at that, at that tree. Take and the branches that, off. Eventually, yeah. that tree's going to come down. Yeah. So, same well, thing. That's like eating an elephant, you know, one right. bite at a time. Right. And, right. and what JT's saying is is pretty great because you can take that with anything in life. Yeah. Eventually, absolutely. eventually you're going to get to a point in life that you may have that two-handed saw and you're going to ask mm-hmm. someone else to help you and you may cut down it quicker. Oh, there it is. Full that's, circle. That's, that's what it is. Back to like, you've been working yep. on it. Bring in eventually, it's like gonna the happen. Tree imagery, too, that you brought yep. into this JT because it's, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very true. It I, I, a lot of people don't get that, right? They think that they just need to knock it off right away. I gotta go to LA right now, I gotta go join Paramount. I went studios. to, and you know what? Some people, <laughs> some people it worked for in some crazy, <laughs> weird situations. Right. What works for one person isn't gonna work. Robin right. Williams, John Belushi, these are things that like, yeah. things just happened, but it doesn't do it like that anymore it just yeah, doesn't right, happen right jim carrey i mean jim, another, jim carrey is another one. another huge one jim carrey Who is jim carrey i don't know <laughs> listen jt <laughs> just, just his name out of oh, man. you know it's that's the it's same jimmy same john same. carrey oh yeah i mean <laughs> oh yeah that guy the you know war the, vet. the runner oh, war vet yes. the, hearts. i think he's a marathon runner is that okay, i think that's well, what he's known for i know harry carrey that's oh, that's one. what I'm thinking of. Harry, Harry, here, everybody. How big is the sun? <laughs> There's a mission under the my desk. Was man is fair red? <laughs> it's a simple question. Just say uh, yes, and we'll move on. <laughs> and you were hungry. What's your favorite planet? Mine's the sun. It's like the king of planets. <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah. uh, that's wow, a, that's every day um, of work with him and I. We awesome. Just, we Good. went off on a tangent. Well, that's like too. us too. Except it's more done. detrimental for us because you guys can make jokes while working with your hands. We need to be like editing something like a podcast, which requires focus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh well, yeah. Have fun with this one. <laughs> yeah, man. So, ah, I'm just gonna let it ride. We uh, let it ride. Yeah. Two-parter. And and that's yeah. another thing is uh, working at so many different jobs. Yeah. I've realized that like number one, family's first, and the reason being is like. Brian, okay, so the other guy who works with us quite a bit, um, he's had to take his kids to the doctor a few times. He's asked me, hey, you know, can I have this day off or whatever? The immediate thing is to say, no problem. Make him feel as much comfortable as possible because guess what? He's going to feel comfortable doing that because he's going to realize, hey, he he doesn't care. He's in my corner. He wants to make sure my family's taken care of. And I tell you, that's Not insane. A Richard. I, one thing I learned Stupid from Richard, right? Uh, <laughs> Freaking Karen dicks out <laughs> no. for, for Harambe. So Harambe. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm giving my hat back. So the, <laughs> he disgrace his name. So the next oh, thing man. is uh, one one person who, if uh. somehow can listen to this, that I worked 
worked for it was worked for in major brands was um Nick Nick Vickery. He was my boss. Nick Fury? No. Whoa, I wish. Avenger? Yeah. <laughs> Nick Vickery, he which is a really cool last name, by the way. Yes, uh, it is. He that sounds like Valkyrie. He right. He was a like uh, a sales liaison through major brands, but he also was the boss for all the draft techs at major brands. Anyways, make a long story short, that dude, he, he started as like an assistant brewer at Schlafly and then he made it to where major brands is now. But one thing he did put forward that I thought was really fantastic and it worked really well with basically everything was he put family forward and he put your needs before the situation before the job. Yeah, that's that whole helping other people out. Right. Like and you know, tide, which is the opposite know. of what like a lot of mainstream entrepreneurs will say. Right. And a, a lot of it's what true. Nick did, I agreed with some of it. I didn't, but at the same time, that's okay. but right. And, and no that's infallible no and that's okay and it, but at the same time i learned from all that same situation that's right glean what you can but dude was he that kind of guy like he was really in your corner uh, but he was I love it he was really a company man when it came to certain situations but at the same time he fought for you so uh, it's same same situation with brian you know and he's like hey dude i gotta do this stuff no problem like yeah, you give it back right mm -hmm. i'm not gonna be like oh, i really need you to work Yep. You know, and at the same time, like today, I was like, hey, man, you know, like, I don't really have a whole lot for you to do. I need you to go put some couplers on at four hands. They need to be replaced. He's like, oh, I'll go do that. And he goes, are you still working on your stuff downstairs? I'm like, yeah. And he says, well, I'll just come help you. I'm like, awesome. Man, I can't pay you for that. He goes, dude, I don't care. Just give me some beer. There it is. You know, yep. there that's it is. where it's Thank at. Thank you, Brian. That's the whole situation. And JT awesome. would do the same. JT does it every single day. I think he would. He does it. JT's That's how this started. Yes. Yes. So with that being said, you know, it's like that's a big part of it. And I think that people that own these bigger corporations lose sight of. That they should literally, oh, absolutely. they should literally pay someone to like remind them, don't be a f <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The biggest yep. bleep of the night. I'm sorry. It is. That's, that's right, a, right at the very end. That's a big one. But it's, you saved it. It's like a PG-13. It is. And yeah. we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, sorry, were you going to say I was. Chris? I was just going to say, you're probably wrapping up. Yeah. I, I was going to say, that's there fine. is so much that we could have, we have not even gotten close to. Like the nuances of what you do, why it's set apart, why you do it better than everyone else. Like all these really great things. We have a lot of two-parters. We just talk yeah. to great people. We just, we love <laughs> it. Good. I yeah. mean, this great. is one of our favorite things that we do as a company is, is have these conversations and really get to get Dive to know deep. our neighbors more. You yeah. know, it's, it's more than just like a, Hey, I got Cody's number in my phone. He's a client. He's a client and a contact. It's more than that. Like we, we want to create more starts community. as a friend and then friend, right? Dude, we will have a, a bonfire out back. And the hot tub's open. I will oh, straighten it out both tub. of you. I'm uh, serious. Please do. Like, you got my number, case. man. Like, dude, come over. Yeah, have a beer. Right. Get weird. We'll be here. <laughs> we'll be here. All the above. There's a kegerator up in the kitchen. I took nothing yeah. less from you guys. <laughs> what are you saying, so, Chris? Sorry. The point, <laughs> man, I just, we bunny trail. This is like the most bunny trail of bunny trail I don't trail know. Episodes. I kind of think about Dylan's episode. No, like, it's true. Okay. I don't know Maybe Dylan. not. He's a bunny trail kind of guy, you know? You know? Well, it's, that's how conversation works, you yeah. know? It's not always a clear path. You'd like Dylan. Point is, uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> There's so much more to you. So the listener uh, who is tuning in currently, 
Check these guys out. They've done just, a lot of stuff. Just the one. The yeah. one. To you, single listener in Iowa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we are always on the West Coast. Not even, like, yeah, not even in Missouri. <laughs> getting yeah. at us. He's like sitting in Paramount. He's, he's like in, an intern at Paramount. He's like, like hey. Oh, man, what am I doing here? Oh, crap. He's like, they uh, keep making fun of me. There's so, there's so much more to these guys. Like, And I can't wait to dive into that. We are doing a video for you as well, and hopefully we will show more. Yes. Uh, about what you do in in a, with, in a visual sense as well, so that there's still more to come. There's so much more for us to talk about. You guys have worked with some premier names in the area, especially and even nationwide. Like people would recognize names. <laughs> this has yeah. been great conversation, and uh, appreciate you guys being on the show. Oh yes. Awesome. Oh So yes. how can we get a hold? How can people get a hold of you? Okay, so um, wrist. <laughs> I mean, other than physically, at all the. I mean, we we do have we do I have Facebook stuff. stuff. At all the on Wednesdays, <laughs> come find me. Come find me. I'll give you a quarter. Four p.m. <laughs> I'll give you my card. <laughs> it's a quarter. <laughs> um. Okay, we do have a Facebook. Oh. Um. Uh, in the Instagram, we kind of like share the stuff in between. Sure. We literally just started a website. What's the um, Facebook handle? So is it, it HubertusBeer? Yeah, HubertusBeer.com. You never guess it. Can you? I know we we spelled it like at the at part one, but I'll spell I'll spell it, it out. It's H U B E R T U S B I E R E dot com. Yeah. So that'll HB. that'll let you. Uh, I'm we're working through the stuff through Google right now for you to like sure. find it right away. Gotcha. Um, we have 17 subscribers so far. Ooh, wow. So nice. Uh, basically, what we're gonna end up doing with the website is we're gonna show like uh, stuff that you would want. To, like even if you have a home kegerator, like hey, here's some stuff you could walk through in case you have these problems. Or, Need some video for that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's the case. That's yeah, what we're right. doing. So yeah. we're also gonna like do some cool stuff like. Hey, in this beer tower, if you have a glycol system, like this is why and how it's put together in yeah. certain ways. And even on that shoot that we did with you at Two Plumbers, you were giving us all these I learned like, a lot. All these snippets yeah. and little information. I was By like, the way, Two no Plumbers, way. they've got cider now. Yes. A cider tower. <laughs> yeah. A cider tower. Yeah, yeah more than nice one. shiny one. Dude. So, uh, I mean, I just like your page, and we will, of course, link your page and kind of cool, uh, cool. absolutely we'll, on our. It'll be on our Facebook. So, to the listener, go to our Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We're gonna be obviously sharing oh, yeah. these guys. We're gonna be blasting. Obviously, these guys. we're mostly like a lot of stuff we do is commercial. But if you uh -huh. want something done at home, like honestly, it's awesome. not as expensive as you think it is. Wonderful, <laughs> I, I love, love it. that's a great sales pitch because yeah. it kind of piqued my interest. I'm like, oh, it's yes. it's not. Is it's, it not? It's really not. <laughs> like like I just made a a kegerator for the lead in my quartet. Awesome. He could not be. He's beside. Hey, Dude. for two, two seconds real quick. Not, not really two seconds, but for a brief window, can you tell us what quartet you're part of? Uh, I am part of the Spitfire Quartet, which is part of the Barbershop Harmony Society. Uh, shout out to those guys. Whoop. My, uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop. Whoop. you know, that's really it. I mean, nice. the, uh, not to toot my own horn, but we're district champions. Oh my awesome. gosh! Oh yeah! yeah. Anyway, Lift him up <laughs> and you sing bass and you sing bass. Yes, I yes. Yeah, I mean, if no, you can't, I, sing tenor. I mean, to you the listener, tell. I'm sure that you. I used to sing tenor, and I have a somewhat deep voice compared to Chris. Here I know. I can't no, I don't, sing I don't anything those anymore. Notes anymore so. <laughs> well, Why I mean, <laughs> for the listener, I'm sure it's it's pretty obvious that uh, our boy JT here is very much 
putting his voice to good work. So. Yeah, but that's actually how we found out about this because it is the, through Austin. My baritone, yeah, my baritone, baritone. Gosh, too many, too many Amateur. white Russians. <laughs> <laughs> what was that two? The baritone in my quartet is actually yes related by marriage to this guy over here. Sweet. That's right. Awesome. We all know each other around these parts. That's right. right. Yeah. You know, that's what's kind of cool. Community. What we, what we really do believe in as Big Forest is actually freaking caring about each other. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. that's that's part of our tenets. It's that's right. Who yeah. we are. So uh, awesome. If more people believed in that, we'd be around a, a much better system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I agree. Un- unfortunately, Takes that's, one company at a time. That's not the case. Yes. And uh, if, if, if people did believe in karma much more, we'd be here. Yeah. In a, in a good situation. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Cody, JT, yep. it's been an mm-hmm. absolute pleasure. All right, next episode's all about me. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just going to make you do a bunch of like impressions, like Please. Darth Vader and Yeah, yeah that's all I do. Dude, the whole yes. thing. Dude, like, can you leave us with a... three of us will just get drunk. <laughs> can you... You'll just... <laughs> yeah. JT, can you leave us with a line? Uh... Quagma, you forgot to say El Terrible. <laughs> Dang it. Oh my gosh, was that a Cleveland? That's what it he ended on. <laughs> All right. No, no, Cleveland. he said it. Uh, Quagma, you what the Spaniards call El Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. That's amazing. All right, oh, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Connected at the Roots, a Big Forest podcast. Our guests today were Cody Hubertus and JT. To find out more about Cody and his business, go to hubertusbeer.com. That is H-U-B-E-R-T-U-S-B-I-E-R-E.com. It's got a ring to it. It does. B-I-E-R-E. Or <laughs> email, <laughs> email Cody at hubertusbeer at gmail.com. We've also got some video work coming down the line with Cody. He's got some installations and pretty sweet opportunities popping up. And it's always our pleasure to point out hardworking members of our community when we can. Plus, the work Cody does is super cool. Yes, it is. We got to film a part of his installation at Two Plumbers in St. Charles a while back. Again. Yeah. Um, he's even done work for some of our other clients. This warms our hearts so much because it is the actual manifestation of Connected at the Roots. Seeing our neighbors support one another with their trades and hard work and getting to meet them and see how they all are intertwined and and we can look at, say, a product from Cody, see his logo on it in another video we did, we've did we done for other clients. It's oh, yeah. just watching it all come together is incredibly rewarding. It's the philosophy at work, man. It it's is. awesome. Thanks also for listening. We'd love to hear from you guys and gals that tune in. Uh, you can contact me, Jordan, at bigforce.pictures or Chris at bigforce.pictures. That's us. I know we haven't been consistent with these episodes, but we <laughs> release them uh, as we finish them, and we finish them as we have time, and we've had our hands pretty tied up with some big projects for other local business owners, so it's worth it, and it's also been a blast. Please like us, review us, and follow Connected at the Roots on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Also, allegedly we have this contact sheet on our website, which is, at the time, bigforest.pictures, not .com, .pictures, but uh, part of our restructuring is going to be a, a pivot in that in that area. So... This may not add age well as far as that's concerned, right. but you can still reach out to us on social media, anywhere that you mm-hmm. can uh, message one of our profiles. Uh, please feel free. Big Forest video 
on Instagram and Facebook both. Yep. And <laughs> if you tune in for our next episode, <laughs> we really get into the controversy around websites for companies like us. Yeah, no <laughs> just, kidding. Just in general, but email us, man. That's the best way to get a hold of us. That's right. Not me. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> thank you so much for your help. Oh, it's uh, the least I can do when I'm not editing. <laughs> it truly is the least you can possibly do. <laughs> Walk into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everybody, keep being kind and keep working hard. Keep working hard.